Welcome to my show, Revive with Jana. I am your host, Jana Johnson. And this podcast is where you will learn how to become your wellness advocate, how to overcome adversity, and how to heal and balance your body so you can be the best version of you. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to my show. Hi, welcome to my show, Revive with Jana. Thank you for tuning in today. I have a real treat for y'all today. I'm going to welcome my dear, dear friend, Jennifer LaGuardia. I met Jennifer about a year ago from our dear friend and mentor, Amberly Lago. And well, I just fell in love with her. She's an inspirational speaker, podcaster, and your encouraging voice. Jennifer is on a mission to awaken hope and inspire faith. If you're at a point of the journey where it looks and it feels like hope is just completely lost, it's not. It's her joy. It's her soul calling to help you navigate life through a relationship with God and experience the reality that with God, there is no impossible. Hi, Jennifer. How are you today? I am amazing, Jana. Thank you so much. That was such a beautiful introduction. I am so grateful for you, and I'm <laughs> grateful to be here with you today. <laughs> Thank you yes. so much. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. I love you. I love you, too. And, you know, Jennifer, she has an amazing podcast. Um, she's the host of Awakening Hope. And if you don't follow her online, I highly suggest you do. She always has her daily walks and her prayers that she shares on Sundays. And there's no other person that I could think of, honestly, to just talk about activating faith and the power of prayer. And so, Jennifer, I'm going to let you talk about this, but tell me how your relationship with God impacts every area of your life and personal growth. I love that question, Jenna. Thank you. So... For me, having a relationship with a power, I always say this to people, that believing in something greater than yourself gives you a purpose that will get you through anything. And for me, my relationship with God is, it's not about the religion. It's about believing in something and a divine entity, I believe with all my heart, is all loving, all powerful, and is honestly more real than anything that we can see. And I know that that can be kind of hard to wrap your mind around, but everything that I share with people, it comes from the most raw, authentic place of all of my own life experiences. Everything that I've ever gotten through in my lifetime, I've been able to get through because of my relationship with God. There are so many things experiences I've had that truly defy natural logic, how just a lot of negative circumstances turned into something absolutely beautiful and miraculous, not just for me, but people in my trajectory, people surrounding me and people that I'm very honored and blessed to speak into. And it's all because of, of God and my relationship with God. Can't I attribute everything positive in my life for that? <laughs> you know, I don't know how it was for you. I know for like for me and, and for it's different for everyone. You know, I used to not quite understand, like, you're religious, you're spiritual. But for me, I didn't grow up in, like, a super religious household. I wasn't really taught how to be a spiritual person or what that meant. And I've learned that being spiritual just means you're not defined to a certain religion or way you have to do things. It's about believing in a higher power, whatever that may be, that gets you through things. What I have realized 
is that the the power of prayer is huge and everything. And as you know, that's what got me through Lyme disease. But I sometimes think that really all we have to do, and, and I'll let you talk about this, but I sometimes I think all we have to really do is ask and believe. I think that that power of prayer is waiting for us, but we have to sort of turn, turn it on and push that button and say, hey, come and help me, please. To me, like a relationship with God, like I almost embody this as like a relationship with someone that you love more than anything or anyone. <laughs> and like God, I feel that like when you treat God almost like a person, I mean, God loves you beyond what a human being is capable of loving. Absolutely. But I feel like we need to approach God knowing that God isn't going to judge us, that we God wants us to be able to trust him with our deepest, rawest feelings and emotions. He like in order to have a deep, meaningful relationship with anyone, you have to feel like you can be who you truly are. You have to be real. You have to be raw and authentic. And I feel like a lot of people are afraid to approach God because they feel they can't be that way. And the truth is God wants you to come to him with everything. Be who you are. And God has, like, the thing that rocks my world about God is that we can have this level of intimacy with Him where we can come to Him with everything. And He literally has the power to transform everything that's hurting you, everything that feels negative and heavy into something so beautiful, it elevates you into an even better version of yourself. It's, it's incredible. And that's why I fall more in love with God every day. I grew up Catholic and no disrespect to any denomination. It's just that that is not how I found Jesus. I literally, as a kid growing up, you know, into my adult years, my favorite thing was always going for these walks and talking to this entity I couldn't see, but I just could feel this loving presence. And even as a kid, I just sensed, I knew it was God. I knew it was Jesus. And throughout my life, like there's just, there's just no question in my mind, even though obviously we can't necessarily, we can't see God, but like the closer you get to his presence, you begin to experience him in, in so many ways that are transformational and God will speak to you in ways that are deeply intimate and personal to you. And I love to encourage people with this. Like, it's amazing how God will, he'll come to you where you're at and he'll speak to you and show you signs and wonders that are, that are specific to you, that are meaningful to you, you know? And, and I feel that we're all like, we all have these very unique personalities, unique gifts and talents and abilities and strengths. And even in our weaknesses are, you, you know, some of that I feel like is, is, it's almost like we're this, div we're. God knew us before we were even born. We were created the way we are for a divine purpose. And I feel like God desires to move in and through everything that we were created for to fulfill this beautiful purpose. And a lot of that translates into the struggles that we have every day, the stuff that we're trying to navigate through every day. God wants us to come to him and commune with him and he moves in and through all of the stuff, all of the stuff we're trying to navigate through to fulfill this beautiful purpose on the daily, ultimately our life purpose. If that all makes sense. <laughs> no, it really does. And I love, 
um, I love everything you just said, but especially the part in the beginning where you said that, that people feel they have to be a certain way for God, because I personally, and this is actually the first time I've ever shared this with any human, um, is I, I personally, uh, had that frustration and that, um, I dealt with that issue when I was much younger, like maybe a teenager into early twenties, maybe even through a lot of my twenties was I felt like I, I felt like I didn't know how to pray right, or I prayed wrong, or I didn't ask the right way, or well, because I wasn't, I did something I shouldn't have done today. He's not, I, he's, he's upset with me. It was a really strange relationship. I think I originally had with a higher power because I felt like I had to be a certain way for it. And that's the beauty is that, is that with God, you don't need to be anything but yourself. And if that's, if that's messy or sloppy one day and not the best, that's okay because he already knows. And I think that's the most important, especially today with, with all of the, the, the evil and, and just, negative stuff in our lives and our worlds is that I have a saying that I came up with the other day, which is let go and, and let God, in other words, you got to let him come in and do his thing. And you're perfect the way that you are. And there's no wrong way to pray and there's no wrong way to ask. It's just being who you are and where you are. So I really love that you said that. Well, I appreciate you sharing that so much, Jana, because like my prayers, I really like when I'm alone with God, they're conversations like we're talking. I just I pour my heart out to God and, you know, and then I'm quiet for for a while and I can live some and sometimes this isn't right away. Sometimes it is, but I can feel in my heart. It's 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 really in. It's almost eerie. Sometimes it just feels magical, but I can almost feel the, feel this presence in my heart. And it's like this knowing, like I, it, it, my greatest revelations, my greatest creativity, answered prayers, like just insights that I need for my life. Mm-hmm. it's amazing how that comes to me, just having these conversations with God. Like, obviously we would love to hear an audible voice sometimes and know that doesn't happen, but I'm telling <laughs> I you, like I am wowed how, like sometimes it feels like God's not there, but you give it time and all of a sudden yeah, the signs happen, whether it's in your heart or sometimes you might come across somebody or something and it's almost like God's speaking through that person or that thing. Yeah. It's amazing. And, you know, <laughs> I got to share with everyone, um, you know, anyone who's not familiar with podcasting, which is probably a lot of people, but right before we start recording, when you're doing interviews, you know, you kind of have like an outline of what you want to talk about, but then sometimes it's just, it changes, right? Based upon how the conversation goes. But with Jennifer and I, we kind of had an idea of what we wanted to talk about today. And I even said to her, you know, do you feel something what's on your heart? But as we were just talking, I just realized what we were supposed to talk about. And that is how to activate faith and what that looks like, because that's not something we quite planned on, but I think we were meant to be exactly where we're supposed to be in this moment because what you do, Jennifer, is so powerful because sometimes people need someone like you 
everyone needs a Jennifer, but someone, sometimes people, they need, they need you to help show them and help them with how to pray. And you can say the prayer. And if they feel that that's on their heart, then they can say it with you. They can listen to you. And I believe that listening to someone else pray and being in that moment and letting it soak in. And then at the end also saying, thank you. And amen. I think that that is, is the same as that person saying a prayer. And so I realized what we were meant to talk about is activating faith and how to do that and what it looks like and that there really is no wrong way. And people can listen to you and they can learn how to pray. Maybe they don't know how to pray. And, you know, that's what I'm really loving about season two of this show is revive means so many things, right? And I think today it's reviving our faith and activating the power of prayer. It's so important for me, like everyone that I'm blessed to come across, I want them to know that they, that it doesn't, it doesn't have to be this grand, big production, like just having an intimate connection. And sometimes it's really hard for people because, you know, obviously we can't see God, but just knowing that you can activate the presence of God in literally seconds. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be in the bathroom. It doesn't matter where you are. Just, it's all about the heart. (laughs) Right? It is just, (laughs) it's a matter of the heart. God is with you 24 seven. All you have to do is just invite him in and just call on, on Jesus, call on God. And he's there with you. And just, yeah, like 24 seven, he's with you and loves you and is like never leaves your side. You don't have to have prayed for a certain amount of time. And then he's there. It is the moment that you call upon him. And, you know, when you said something a minute ago that really resonated with me, Jennifer, and that was hearing his voice and what that looks like. And I personally think in my learning and and yours might be the same and it might be different, but that was one thing I struggled with was like, okay, I prayed. Okay, now what? Like what's going to come down? And what it was is for me is it was saying the prayer believing and knowing that he heard and that it's going to work. But I tell you what, Jennifer, was that because, you know, I'm a stubborn person. When I was praying for something that I really wanted, I had a really hard time accepting when the answer was no. I had a really hard time accepting that what I thought I needed and was best for me was not going to happen. And as I'm older now and I've learned that I'd got to trust God in my intuition. I've realized that just because you're praying for something, when you pray, and I'm going to let Jennifer talk about this, but when you pray, it has to be more about like, not this is what I want, but what do I need? And, and to show me the answer, but also to show me to accept what it might be. Because God does see things ahead of us that we cannot see. And... I think sometimes you have to be okay with what that answer is. What keeps me positive, people ask, how can you stay so positive when, you know, you're going through this, that, and the other? The number one thing is knowing that, like, God sees everything, right? God knows everything. and But, yeah, God sees the head of the curve, right? It's like when you're driving and there's a, a curve ahead of you, you don't know what's on the other side. But God also sees who everyone is and what their true intentions are in your life. Yes. 
So to speak to that, I can't tell you how many times, like, and this is how my prayers have evolved. So I used to, you know, plead with God, God, please, you know, make this work, make this work. And, you know, a lot, like, there's so much in my life that, like, dreams that I had, people that I just thought for sure I was going to spend my life with, you know, everything from dreams to relationships, and it did not work. And then I realized later on that God was saving me. Oh, like, (laughs) we don't have enough time for this episode for me to tell you the amount of times for everyone listening, I am telling you that God will answer your prayers. Like if, if you're walking through something that feels heartbreaking and disappointing and you're not understanding why is this not happening the way you were hoping or why is this not working out, I promise you the baseline of your desire, God is going to answer that abundantly above what you think is perfect. You're going to end up in a situation, scenario, fulfilled dream share your life with someone who is so much more divinely in perfect alignment for your life and your purpose and where you're going in life. I'm telling you, you'll end up happier and more fulfilled when you just take a step back, let go of what you think it needs to be and let God answer that prayer the way it should be. I am telling you, you will end up infinitely happier and more at peace and more fulfilled. You really will. And I see after like years and years of experiencing this, I am so wowed. Like Jana, I would not change one thing that that didn't work out in my life. It led me here with you today. Like, I mean, dreams that I had, if they worked out the way I originally wanted them to, I wouldn't be stepping into the divine call of God on my life. I wouldn't change this for the world. And in terms of friendships and relationships, my God, if, if God did not close the door to all the people that, you know, they were there for a season and really don't need to be on this journey with me now, I wouldn't have, you know, the blessing of getting to, be doing life with you, my friend. And shout out to Amberly Lago, <laughs> who we love dearly. <laughs> Some people are there for a season and for a reason. And that's really true. And I had a hard time with that. I'm beginning to talk you know, more about my marriage of 15 years that ended up in a divorce and my three kids. I prayed all day, every day for a long, long time when things were not going really good in that marriage. I couldn't see my life without my kids every day. I couldn't see, like, I'm like, that's that's not how I had my future planned at all. I had a lot of hopes and dreams and things that I wanted to do. And, you know, you know a lot of this backstory. But this one right here was a tough one for me because I kept getting an answer from God that was not what I thought. I realize now as everything played out, and as you know, that, boy, he saw things that I did not see. And I think that honestly, Jennifer, going through that, which was one of the hardest adversities in my life, I think going through that is really where I learned like, okay, God, I gotcha. You know people better than I do. And you see things I do not see. And things unfolded the way they were meant to unfold. And it was honestly going through that and getting to the rock bottom that made me who I am today and gave me the final push I needed to just say, I'm tired of saying no to my dreams because of fear of failure or fear of what other people think. And I'm going to start saying yes to myself. And when I did that, I got into alignment with where I was supposed to be. 
And because of that, I have Amberly and you and all of these, these other four women, but I have the right friendships in my life. And I just realized I had to let go and let God and just trust it. And, you know, I think that's really important is when people say you got to have faith. To me, faith is believing in something in a higher power, whether you, you cannot see it and you cannot feel it and you do not know the future. And so what would you say to someone who is just having a really hard time right now in a tough situation that is just not sure what to do and how to pray? What would you say, how would you say they should begin activating their faith? I would create a scenario in your mind, like what would you do with your best friend or love of your life? What is something that, yes, what is your most favorite thing, like spot, happy place that you would love just you and your bestest friend, your, you know, the love of your life, whichever, you know, or both, (laughs) you know, like that, create an atmosphere that to the same degree that you would with that type of person, but with God. So for me, the, the best way that I can I can be focused and relaxed I loved I love going for walks out in nature so I so uh, so I every, every single day I I carve out a window of time even if like it's a crazy day and I only have a few minutes or if I have maybe a few hours either or every single day I have like what I call my date with God my date with Jesus and literally I will just go for a walk you know, where it's, I'm, I don't have any, just, you know, try to minimize the distractions, just relax and just hang out with God and just pour my heart out or just talk about what's on my heart. And sometimes maybe I just don't even know what to say. I just say, Lord, you know, Jesus, you know, please hang out with me. I invite you into this moment with me, just, you know, and God knows what's all going on. And that's the the best starting point to just, but have it be consistent. Because the thing is with every relationship, there's that consistent communication, right? There's that consistent time. So like I would tell you to just have a date set every single day where it's just you and God in your happy place. Even if it's just a few minutes, however big a window or short a window of time you have, and it's just you and God. And you would be amazed like what happens in that window of time. Some days it might just be a lovely, relaxed moment. And some days it might be magical and transformational, you know. I'm amazed at times where it's like an opportunity comes, you know, you get a phone call, an email, someone you meet, and it's just like, this timing was divine. There's times I've literally prayed for, you know, God, please bring, bring me the divine intervention. I need divine connections and open the doors that need to be opened and close the doors that need to be closed. There's sometimes Jennifer and, and, you know, you and I had a conversation the other day and I was, you know, what happened? I was like, I'm mad at God. My faith was shaken. And you know what? I think sometimes that we got to get mad because when we get mad, I think sometimes it's when we're just like, I just can't. And you just kind of let go and let go and let God. And I think that's really, really huge. And like I said, this was a process for me because I thought prayer had to be perfect. I had to be perfect. And that I was like almost in trouble if I didn't pray or do right. And that is just not how it is at all. And I realized sometimes all I can do is just 
is just say, thank you, God, and I love you. And it's that simple. I'm grateful that you mentioned all of that, Jana, because that's another thing I want to make sure everyone listening knows this, that, you know, every day, obviously, we know we're not feeling fabulous, you know, and a lot of like something I think that separates people from God. And this was a struggle I had for years is, okay, I I'm angry right now. I'm so angry. I don't know what to do with this, but I can't go to God with this because that's irreverent. I can't. Yes, absolutely. I believe that we want to acknowledge God. You know, I worship God. I want to obviously be reverent in his presence, but I felt like I had there, there've been windows of time, stuff that's gone on in my life that has just been like, where there's just not been closure to it, like just this unending frustration and rage. And I got to a point and I was so grateful to have this conversation with you the other day, Jana, I was so angry and I was crying out to God, like, God, I'm, I'm just, I'm angry. You know, you see what's happening. You know, what's happening. There's not been closure to this. Why? And I felt God in my heart, I felt this release. I felt God wanting me to give him that anger. I felt him saying to my heart, like I just felt this energetically in my heart that it was okay to be angry, that God wanted me to give him that anger and transform it into something positive. So in that moment, I just said, okay, God, I am giving you this anger. I am giving you this frustration because it's eating me alive. I don't know what to do with it. Clearly you have an answer and you see something that I'm missing here. So I am giving this to you and I'm asking you to transform this into something that's not only going to give me peace, but it's going to help other people. Yeah. And in that moment, Jana, I felt the heaviness lift off of me and gradually answers started to come. And I'm in a, and I'm in a, in a much more elevated place and a much more enlightened place concerning these issues that were really weighing me down yeah. at this moment as you and I are chatting yes. than I was when I was having that fallout moment. So yes, to anyone that's, that struggles with that, You've got to know that you can come to God with your anger, rage, and all the low-functioning emotions, and he wants to take that. I'm really glad that you're saying that. We're talking about this. I think sometimes people think God gets frustrated with us when we're upset, but when you said like he wanted you to get angry, or I think sometimes we have seasons. For example, my two toughest adversities I've ever gone through was Lyme disease and then this a hard time in my marriage and divorce. And it felt like those seasons, not only were they unexpected, I didn't know when they would end or how, how that outcome would look, but they, they did, it went, they went on for a few years and it was tough and it was hard. And I just remember there were times I was like, I just don't get it. Like, how could you let this happen? Why do you want me to feel like this? Why do you want me to be miserable? It's in that uncomfortable times in our life where we really grow. And I think we're shaped and molded. And I think that we grow in discomfort. I think sometimes that the seasons need to get tough because sometimes we got to get mad and do something different. Anger, I think, can be a gift. And I've said this, like anger, yes, obviously what you do with it is critically important. It could go one way or the other. Do it in a healthy way. Speaking to the healthy way to manage <laughs> anger, anger is a great signal that something is dysfunctional, something's off, and we can't ignore it. We've got to do something with it. I think that anger can be used as a way to 
propel healing because you've got to get anger to realize sometimes like, especially with relationships, with a lot of things, speaking to relationships, I have to say like, it's hard to sometimes let go of someone that, you know, you love so dearly, but they're clearly toxic and it's, you just don't want to see the truth of, about that person. And, you it's know, hard. relationships, yeah, relationships I've had in the past, like it took getting angry to realize, okay, this is not right. This behavior is unacceptable. This person's not going to change. They've got issues that's between them and God. Clearly, I need to move on. So, <laughs> obviously, you know, long story short for now, like that is absolutely, you know, anger in the context of, you know, recognizing what's not right and doing something about it, like move on. <laughs> that's important though, Jennifer. And, you know, we could talk for hours like we do, but it's oftentimes in the anger. And, you know, as you and I talk, we always come up with these really great things. But I think sometimes, you know, when it's dealing with relationships, and when I say relationships, it's, that's friendships, that's with your family, that's with people you work with, that's with your partner, married or not. But you know what? The Those types of, of relationships that are toxic that we're not quite aware are toxic, I think sometimes it's when we get upset that that's what it takes for us to realize, hey, I deserve better than this. Because going through that, for example, what I went through in my in my marriage, right, that failed in that divorce, do you think I'm ever going to put myself in that situation and do do that again? Absolutely not. And it takes it takes sometimes going through these difficult times to do better, right? Because I'm never going going to make my body a place a disease ever wants to be again. And I'm never going to miss a lot of red flags in a beginning of a relationship to a toxic person. And so I grew from that and I know I'll do better in the future. I think there's a lot of beauty in that sometimes you got to get, you got to get upset and just realize I can't do things like this anymore. And when you're praying and you're saying your prayers and you're praying for things, um, you also have to pray to to be open and accepting of the answer that comes because it might not be what you want. Absolutely. But I promise you, you will not end up disappointed. <laughs> It'll always work out for the higher good, I promise. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, Jennifer, you know, we could talk forever and we do all the time, but for whoever doesn't know of Jennifer yet. You need to get to know her. You need to follow her. Thank you. She has been a true angel (laughs) in my life. She has the best voice and the best smile and eyes. And (laughs) you know what? She brightens my day anytime. And anytime that I've gone through anything difficult or I'm having a frustrating time, this girl right here is my prayer warrior. And she can be yours too. So Jennifer, will you please tell everyone where they can find you, when they can see your prayer videos and all about... Um, where they can listen to your podcast. I love you, Jana. <laughs> I, <just laughs> I love you to too. That I love you <laughs> and appreciate you so much. Just, everyone, this woman is amazing. I love her. So yes, I would be honored and thrilled for anyone I could be encouraging to. Please uh, follow me on Instagram. That's the best way to, to reach out to me. Jennifer LaGuardia, at Jennifer LaGuardia Hope is my Instagram handle. I do my prayer videos every Sunday. So you can tune into that on Sundays. And my podcast is is um, basically on every platform you can listen to a podcast. And it's Awakening Hope with Jennifer LaGuardia. All right. Well, 
I love you, girl. Thank you for coming on today. Thank you, Jana. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope y'all all have a wonderful day, and I will see y'all soon. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show and make sure and go to revivebyjana.com to sign up for my weekly newsletter. You can follow me on Instagram at revivebyjana to see my health tips and advice.